I think by far the best writers and storytellers in like cinematic world is Marvel. Yep. The way that 100%. they can connect everything and not connect everything. Crazy. I can argue and be like Pixar is better. Welcome back to the Two for Eyes podcast, where we document the rise of stardom in Winnipeg's talent and personalities. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you're listening to this. Hope you're having a wonderful day, night, or evening, like I said before. Um, be sure to follow us on all social media platforms. You know the regular. We've done this so many times. In fact, we've done it 48 times, and we're almost at our 50th. So enjoy this episode, and we hope to see you for our 50. I found myself watching Netflix like it's a lecture. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so you're taking notes it, and everything. It was the, <laughs> no, not no, not not as far as taking notes. Okay, so uh, you mentioned this episode, like uh, this series, a couple episodes ago, Manifest, right? Yep. About the plane that comes and lands five years later, and yep, yep. it's it's a it's a cool thing, right? So I watched the first episode like normally as a normal person would. It got me hooked. It was like, okay, that's cool. Mm-hmm. But then the more episodes I got in, there was like a little too much drama that I really wasn't there for. You know, like I wasn't there for the whole like character building and like, you know, love story. I just wanted to see like what happened to the plane. So (laughs) Netflix has a feature on my phone, at least, which is like 1.5 X. Oh, okay. So I found myself just 1.5 X thing the entire like season one and two (laughs) on Netflix. And I told my mom, and she was like, that's not how you watch TV. <laughs> I'm like, that's not how you watch lectures either. <laughs> that's not how you like, and, well, I watch lectures at like 1.5, yeah. even 2x. I can go all the way to like 2.5 if it allows me, you know? But <laughs> so, but Netflix only allows like 1.5 or 1.75. Because I only, the only reason I was there is to find out what happened to the plane. Which, right. spoiler alert, I didn't find out, but like... Oh. Okay. They don't tell you? <laughs> not, not nothing. Not that I watched so far. <laughs> so. Bro, that's how they milk. Like, this is one thing, too, man. That's how they like juice these like TV shows. Yeah. Like, they'll give you the the starting, give you the main hook of the TV show, yeah. and they just like drag it. Like, I feel like it's like yeah. they drag it beyond limits where you even like expect it. Like, this one thing mm-hmm. is like, Riverdale like mm. season one was good season two was good after season three they just kind of like pushed it along you know like they kept on shoving kept me and I'm like what am I what I just lost interest at that point they could cut they could cut half of the stuff there and it would still be interesting like yeah. you know like a review team we have like for this podcast we cut a lot of stuff that we say yeah. they should have a re- review team for these <laughs> Netflix shows <laughs> I will be the review team. I will cut out half <laughs> the stuff I don't want to watch. Have you guys seen Prison Break? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Because yeah, awesome. like that first season that has like beautiful. so good. Yeah. Like otherworldly. But then like, you know, like season two is like still good. Yeah. But you know, not not there yet. But then the third one was just 
Just like once <laughs> once they got out of jail man i was like what done. even is yeah like cut prison, the prison it. break it's done okay yeah you did it yeah you did it unless they go back into a prison and which, try to which, break out again. which they which happened which they, like, that's what they did. So like he he go like that's what he gets hired or no he doesn't get hired for that though right like his brother gets locked up never mind i've only watched the first season i was like I, it was- yeah it's been it's been a long time since i've seen it but yeah i think they in the first season they break out of the first prison yeah and then, and then they go to like mexico or somewhere in like yeah. central or south america and then they get arrested there and put in prison yeah. so then they break out of that one <laughs> it's just and like the third season they're like running away from from the people i think yeah unless, unless that's also in season two i can't remember like big spoiler alert like if you're have you guys like watched it like all the seasons no i'm yeah. not going to but okay you want me to spoil it or no yeah, go for it go for it like apparently okay if you if you're listening to this and you don't want to know the spoiler please like skip a minute ahead yeah mm-hmm. anyways apparently is the mom that like designs these jails and then like this forcing them back into jail and whatnot what yeah yo there's five seasons yep <laughs> <laughs> no way it's deadly well like that's no. what i'm saying man these uh, i think one one show that netflix actually did a really good job with is money heist mm yeah i think because that's a good show the story kind of just it wasn't too repetitive yeah they know we're going back into a bank but there Mm -hmm. was like a reason why they went in and i think the story writing in that was very well done compared to some of the other shows that we're talking about but that's the only one that i'm like you know not you know watching at 1.5x speed if i had the option yeah even it's like it's not like they only went in for the money this time now they're like making their own money yeah and like that's kind of cool yeah so if, as long as there's a reason for that but if, if if shows are just being dragged on i think do you guys think netflix originals are better than like other shows that are put on because like netflix really originals are like ones that are produced and created by netflix right but then there's also like other streams where you, they just put it up on the netflix platform do you think the netflix original shows are better I do you have examples of Netflix? Yeah, have like, for example, example, like I think Money Heist is is a Netflix original. It wasn't put on. Is it? I don't think so. I think it's like some French or other thing. Spanish. And just, Spanish, well, like, and they just transferred it. Or I'll check okay. Check right now. Okay, hold on. Let me check. Like, I think is it because it says on the title too Netflix. Yeah, if it says Netflix originals on the thing, then it's definitely Netflix. Let's check. I haven't watched many. Ooh. Oh, it is actually. Yeah. Yeah, it's not. Like, yeah. Outer Banks is uh, a Netflix original, also. Yeah, Outer Banks, like the Narcos Tooth. Um, are you into like Outer Banks? I I still can't get over season one, episode one. Like I'm five minutes in deep, and it just hasn't caught my attention. The five minutes of the first, like <laughs> season one, episode one. Yeah. I honestly like it's I think it's like the story is really cool but you know like it's like kind of cheesy 
at times yeah and it's just like like you know like not super realistic i mean i mean kind of but like yeah it's a it's a really good story i'd say it's really interesting with like the whole treasure kind of stuff which i like but it is it is a little cheesy okay i haven't like i'm trying to like force myself to watch it i'm trying to force myself to like stick with it but then then I find like Kung Fu Panda, and I'm like, "Yo, that's that's it." Stuff. <laughs> Disney, Disney, DreamWorks. Those are my gold tools. Not gonna lie. Yeah. Like I don't watch a lot of like you know series or anything. I have like very limited list, and even a new one, I'm very hesitant in starting. Like, uh, or going back to like who's better writing wise, I think by far the best writers and storytellers in like cinematic world is Marvel. The way that 100%. they can connect everything and not connect everything, crazy. What the Spider Man No No Way Home just the trailer just dropped. <laughs> like, shout hey, out to the writers, right? I can argue and be like, Pixar is better. No, okay, Pixar's individual is great. You know, like. Finding Nemo, Lion King, yeah. or is Lion King Pixar? I'm not sure. But uh, Finding Nemo, Wally, some yeah, of the yeah. other ones, you know, Toy Story, those are great individually, but they don't connect from okay. one show to another, right? They'll have like some Easter eggs yeah. in there, but Marvel does a very good job in connecting every single movie some way to one another. It's a big old Easter egg hunt. Yeah. And people have made careers off of breaking down these. And you look on YouTube and like yeah. these breakdowns of like trailers and everything. And not only do they just do movies, the new like Disney Plus series that they've done, like Loki and WandaVision, the new one, What If or something. Like mm-hmm. and the Winter connect. Soldier one. The Winter Soldier, yeah, they all like connect. Which which makes me think like these guys need to be like 10 years ahead or oh, yeah. like how far has the story been written that they're able to put easter eggs so far back you know yeah or do they make the movie and then work around it like so let's see but i i feel like you have to have some planning have in there plan. agreed Thank yeah you. like you gotta know when to then to drop a little something <laughs> something uh but yeah that like the spider-man no way home is like i'm so excited for that because the whole like spider-verse and multiverse all coming together it's gonna be absolutely wild see i thought they peaked at endgame i i was like it's over it's good to go you know i don't know That's what I, I was like where are you gonna take the story now you know the main guy iron man's dead Oh, spoiler alert! <laughs> but he's not there. Hey, what? He died. <laughs> he's not alive no more. Captain America's old. Like, what are you gonna do? But yo, these guys know what they're doing, man. They got me hyped. They got me hyped. Yeah, like what? Like you beat, you defeat the, the galaxy's biggest. Yeah. biggest villain. So now you move into time as the <laughs> villain. <laughs> <clears throat> it's I, I feel like this is what they do they take like every aspect like that's like so questionable like time or like mm-hmm. space and all that and that's where they begin the story writing from 
And not only like, that, but they get they keep you coming back. Yeah. Right? Like the with Pixar, yes, individually movies great. But since they're not like semi they're not connected at all, if you don't like the storyline of one, then you're not really that inclined to go watch the other one. Whereas with Marvel, if you're there and you've watched the first however many movies for like a long time even if it's like an okay kind of trailer you're gonna like you're more enticed to go watch just because you've been part of it for so long so would you say it's because they leave cliffhangers oh yeah or or what is it just like they've built that clientele now like they've they built know what's up. i i honestly think i'll be like not a like true fanboy but i think i'll watch their movies for a very long time to come Oh yeah, a very long time to come, and not only that, they're also acquiring younger fans along the way because they have so many movies they can just go watch, and they're all good movies. Mm-hmm. So, shout out Marvel! Shout out Marvel! Shout out Marvel! I would love to work with Marvel as a writer. Not that I'm a writer, but <laughs> that would be cool. The yeah, Bird King, that the-, the Bird King. Come on, Marvel! Yeah. <laughs> Hey, shout out if you know what that is. <laughs> yep. You know where episode that's from? You true fan. I don't even know what episode that's from. No, yeah. we've done too many of these. We're done. I remember <laughs> it. I remember it. No, don't, don't I, I remember we talked about it. Do I remember which specific episode? No. I might just have to look back. I think it was. I'm like, looking to. We've done I think it's the 30s. I think it's the 30s. It was childhood. Hold we've on. Done so many. Okay, hold on. That's how you know we're getting into like we just talk so much, man. Audio <laughs> well, keep in mind, like we're almost at 50, right? 48. Yeah. I hope you're I hope everyone who's listening is gonna watch our 50th. But you know, each episode's around approximately an hour, some are less, some are more. You know, we've been on the internet for 48 hours, two days. <laughs> yeah. We've talked about a lot of stuff. Children's TV show, no. What did destination? I wish you could search this, eh? Yeah. Honestly. It helps that we've done like boys only, so I know which ones are like boys only. <laughs> I think it was in giving no 10-year-old self. No, no, no. I don't think it was that one. The art of negotiation. I think the best way to find it is go through our Instagram. That's yeah. probably the best way to that's find the best it. Way. That's the best way. Because I think that we clipped that. We got some clips in there. <laughs> there's gotta be something man. we'll find the answer and then we can cut it yeah <laughs> how much money is too much i don't think it's that. to our audio listeners we're looking we're looking i found it may 6th yeah what came out on may 6th now we gotta go cross-reference oh. uh may 4th the future of technology and then may 11th was it's why definitely you may 4th may 4th here yep Yep, May 4th, episode 31, The Future of Technology. Yep, The Future of Technology. We also talked about Disney movies, and we talked about movies quite a lot. And we also talked about <laughs> Netflix in our Do You Shower Netflix, <laughs> the one that was recent. Do you watch mo- do you watch Netflix in the shower? Something like <laughs> episode 44, watching movies in the shower. <laughs> so, key topic. That was a classic, man. I was like, 
Yeah, that's where you guys find out what we do in the shower. We interrupt this episode to bring you today's sponsor, Skillshare. Skillshare is an online community with thousands of classes in design, business, tech, and more. Anyone can join the millions of members in the community to learn cutting-edge skills, network with peers, and discover new opportunities. If you'd like to support the show and are interested in Skillshare, we have a deal for you. For a limited time, click the link in our social media description to get your 14-day free trial on us. It's quick, it's easy, and you can cancel at any time. Go to our link in our description to receive your 14-day free trial on us. Now back to the episode. Who knew Who knew you could make a career off YouTube in 2021? Yeah. Or, yeah, like imagine those people that started in like when YouTube first... 2008, 2009. Like, yeah. yeah. Like those people that like what even was YouTube back then? You know what I mean? Like, was it, was it a platform to post videos? Like I heard it was a, like it was used as a dating profile at one point, mm. at one point. And then it, I think if you search like the first YouTube video ever on YouTube, it's like some guy's trip to the zoo or something, <laughs> but it, it has like millions and millions of views just cause it's the first one. But yeah. Mm-hmm it's it was weird yeah it's like it was definitely intended for a video sharing platform and i think they out of all the platforms they've done the best in terms of compensating you know high level creators and even yeah. like a, it's so easy like the the mode of entry is do you have a camera or do you even have a phone these days <laughs> and or like anything to like record yeah like, like you, anything dude you don't even have to yeah. do it yourself like if you don't want to be in front of camera like can you record trees can you record nature can you put like music behind it well like now nowadays there's like websites where you could literally type out scripts and it's like a robot or not even a robot but it's like people will read it out for you Mm -hmm. and like you could still make so much money like yeah crazy world i think i think but the they get you with the whole consistency part you gotta be consistent (laughs) and then there's that whole like niche of like the children's youtube you know what i mean like uh like the biggest like the kids are on their ipads like oh they're just gonna click on the thumbnail that has the brightest colors or like the weirdest fonts or something like that and you see like what's uh, the kid that brings up is like ryan ryan ryan's toys review yeah and all he does is like open toys and like He's rich. Yeah. Or, and no, his parents are rich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like who would have thought, hey, like they're just reviewing toys and kids just love watching him. That would have to be the parents' idea though. I don't think Ryan at the age of like three or four was like, hey, let me, let me, let me review some toys. I don't know if we've talked about this before, but we might have. But yeah, like that's not his idea. There's no way Ryan is saying at a young age here let me review toys that's definitely his parents idea and but they i think how it works is since he's under 18 majority of the money is put into like a account like a a savings account which she can access at the age of 18 Mm. um but i think his parents do get a cut as well just for 
<laughs> get a cut. <laughs> yes, get a cut. <laughs> Imagine telling your parents at the age of five, be like, yeah, you got a 25% cut. Like, <laughs> I don't know how, when he turns 18, he's yeah. got, like, he makes what, 20 million a year? I think last time I checked. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he's been doing no. it for a couple he's, yeah, it's 20 million a year let me see Ryan Torb let's search it up net worth there you go yeah okay he's estimated net worth is 32 million so hmm. when he turns 18 he's approximately getting maybe 30 maybe a little less maybe 25 mil <laughs> Right as he turns 18. And that's going to be his life. But I wonder if he's still going to want to do it. Because there's so many ramifications that come with, especially on young, when you're young and you're putting yourself out there. Like we all know how middle school and high school can be yeah. grueling, you know, unless you're like, unless you can get around it. But he's probably homeschooled. I would assume, I don't know. Maybe not. <laughs> I wish you the best, Ryan. I wish you the best. Wish you the best, man. Like, you know, imagine having your own, like, series anywhere on any platform, whether that be, like, the YouTube or Netflix. Like, you know how I'm looking at, like, The guys that do like prankster pranks and they have like their own um oh um, series it's jackass 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 yeah yeah <laughs> like those imagine they have like two for rise got one and we just like <laughs> post random videos of us just on netflix like mm-hmm. that'd be crazy yeah it's like similarly the things i don't understand is like reality tv because mm-hmm. it's not reality tv they make it's reality in terms of like the people there yeah that's the real part but everything else is like over top it may not be scripted scripted but it's definitely like over the top yeah i like kind of never understood that like aspect of television where people just go into a random house for example like big brother Mm -hmm. or what nowadays is like too hot to handle right um they go into a they go into a house a random house with random people and they're just on camera 24 7 yeah like 24 7 microphone and camera like i would be afraid low-key of like saying something wrong and then having it being used against me you know like would you mm-hmm. do it? Would you do it? Like, how much would they oh, have to course. pay you? To oh, five dollars. I'll do really? it. Man. Five dollars. I'll go on TV. I don't care. For three months? Let's say it's three months. I don't know how long these shows are, but let's say it's three months. I no would f- do it. I would just do it to get like publicity and then make the bags after that. That's true. And but you gotta be smart about that. Too. Yeah. Like very few people make it out of like reality TV. Mm-hmm right some people have done a very good job but many people are just stuck in the loop of okay what's the next show what's the the whole like staying relevant kind of thing you know and one can argue what why do i need to stay relevant but if you're in that space 
Yeah, right. like I, I, I've always questioned that, like, how real are reality shows? Like, I guess, like, I, you know, the, the worst part is like having the interviews. Like, yeah. do they just after a big fight, do they just pull people aside and be like, "Hey, can you speak on this?" Like, <laughs> yeah, it's so right? weird. It's so weird. Also, I think. Yeah, I think I think they do that, but the stuff would have to be like presented to them so they could record. Like how many times do you have an argument, and you remember like word for word what happened. Yeah. So I'm sure they like play it back for them and be like, "What were you thinking in this moment?" Mm-hmm. And also from like a production standpoint, how, how many hours of footage are these producers like just running yeah. through? If it's a 24 seven like Big Brother or whatever. Like, well- I think they do the 24-hour live stream. I, I think they just, like, just yeah, like, that. you got to have, like, terabytes and terabytes of, like, storage. Like, like somebody's going through this footage and cutting it up, like, yeah, <laughs> to make it good enough. Yeah, imagine the editing. Like, how much footage are you shifting through People to are... get your main 30 minutes or 45-minute episodes? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then that's just like the main footage, not regarding B-roll and like behind the scenes and whatnot. Like, you know, how long is a regular episode? Thirty minutes, an hour. Yeah, thirty minutes to an hour. Yeah. So somebody is, if it's for that day or whatever, they're they're sifting through twenty four hours of footage to condense it down to one hour. Yeah. That's a lot of like, because I, like, I know how like editing works, and like that's a lot of like just staring and sitting and like they got a team though, I'm sure. Like making a 30 second video takes like right. an hour, two hours. <laughs> so imagine making an hour from 24 hours, you know, like yeah. And not only that, having multiple camera angles for the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's oh okay gosh. if you if you, it's okay if you only got one camera angle and you just got to cut that up but when you have different camera i wonder like how they're doing this like do they got a google drive <laughs> like how are they doing this i don't think they got... like how many S- how many sd cards are these guys pulling oh up? yeah <laughs> no i think they they probably have like systems where like as soon as they're recording it's going into like final cut pro or whatever they use mm-hmm. like i don't think they have because it would get just too hassle of exporting footage and then putting it onto our external hard drive and then giving it to the editors it's I probably like direct it's yeah direct. Mm-hmm. like there's got to be something there and they're quick too they turn around quick even like uh who else am i trying to think of some of these like boxing documentaries uh like showtime showtime yeah. sports they turn around so quick like within even nba you guys seen like the nba highlights that come out like right after a game i know it's i know it's just highlights but those come out like minutes after the game's over and somebody's there picking the best parts and moments to make it make the two-hour game into a 10-minute video so yeah like grueling job (laughs) i guess it's fun too yeah real time crunch mm-hmm. i wonder how they do it though man like how do they actually do this i'm 
I'm, I've been like, I've thought about it before and I'm pretty sure what I've come down to, which would be the easiest and most efficient way would be like somebody's watching the game real time. And then anytime they see like a cool play or something, they're marking it, right? Mm. They're marking it in whichever database or whatever software they have. And then there's another guy who's taking guy or girl, whoever, another person who's taking whatever they've cut and put it together. And then once that's put together, any like useless play, that's like, that's oh, not as good. That's being filtered out once again. So kind of like a production line then? Yeah, from start to finish. There's probably, well, there's, I would say probably like 10 people working on it. <laughs> I'd be surprised. Oh, there's there's, gotta, yeah. I'd be surprised if it's only just one person. He's just, he's, <laughs> he, or, he, he or she's listening to this and they're like, what do you mean 10 people? It's just me. <laughs> I think they would have like majority of the pre like sets just ready to go. Like for example, you know how like TSN has that little like intro you can call it or like yeah. and then it like pops up these animations and it's like TSN. Mm-hmm. You're watching TSN, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like they, <laughs> that's the exact same way the the, the way they say it. Um <laughs> But I feel like they would have those already preset and all they have to do is type in the team's name and then logos. Mm-hmm. And then they start rolling out the place. But then I'm also thinking like if these editing platforms have this collaborative environment, how fast do your computers have to be? Because I don't think they're doing this on a Mac. Like I don't think Mac would have the power to like... Yeah, unless like a really high-end Mac, yeah. Yeah, like unless you're going for like top line, like Tim Cook kind of thing, like <laughs> like only the C- CEOs have this kind of technology, and yeah. yeah. But they're also doing it real time. Okay, so like we're talking the like during the game, that's real time, right? They've I've seen many behind the scenes of like uh, I don't even know what they're called, but the people who switch camera angles. And the room, the boardroom where they have like, you know, headsets on, they're like, okay, go to camera six, pan wide. Yeah. Pan left. So that's a full team and production going on. But that's like real time. But majority of stuff we're talking about is afterwards. Just- that's what I'm thinking. Like how, how much <laughs> hours and time and money goes into these like. It's a lot. I'm sure it's a lot. You... <laughs> like, imagine the stress you have. Like, imagine you're sitting there, you're the camera guy, and they tell you to be like, oh, take that B-roll, take that B-roll, the shot going in, and then you miss it. And they'd be like, man, come on. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> it'd be too stressful, man. There's a lot of camera people at these events, though. We yeah, someone's got to catch it. Someone's got to catch <laughs> they it. They got to get it. They got to get it. But yeah. then... I think it's like a limited amount of camera people for per like, let's say for example, like CTV, you know, they have like four camera people on the floor and like TSN has this many ESPN has that many journal. So I think it's like only limited, like there's a lot overall, but like limited to the streaming platform. Mm -hmm. It could be possible. Yeah. I'm curious. I'm curious to see how it works. You should find yeah. someone who works for TSN or something. That'd be cool TSN. to interview. That'd be, yeah, that'd be sick. That'd be cool. Uh, you mentioned Tim Cook earlier. Tim Cook just got gifted uh, 
$750 million worth of shares for being part of the company for, I think, 50 years. Wow. Just rewarded and for helping it grow. $750 million worth of shares. However much that equals to. And that's the Apple guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Tim Cook. Yeah. Hey Tim, you want to lob some? <laughs> like maybe two, like you know? Five million oh. shares. Five million shares. Mm-hmm. Where it's maybe even like so five. Like just give me five, man. That's all I need. It's his 10 year, 10th <laughs> anniversary as CEO of Apple. Wow. Man. Thinking about it though, that guy has like changed Apple a lot. Yeah, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, actually, I know. Yeah. <laughs> like from one camera to four, that's a lot of work, man. <laughs> <laughs> so much, so much change. Sir. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's the only thing i could get to think of so fast i was like what what changes and i'm like one to four yeah that's it i mean steve Jobs came out with the original like iphone the original which was at that time was cool now if you see where we've come we've definitely gone a long way so yes we have done we have quadrupled the amount of cameras for sure <laughs> but also also everything else too it's a it's a great device it's a great device yeah i can see why it's worth a trillion or two trillion however much do you guys think the iphone is gonna get like the folds and everything that is going on in samsung one day i would like to see it but honestly even with the samsung folds like I don't know. I've like from the reviews I've watched, like everyone's saying it's not that like reliable. Because mm-hmm. um, like, man, ultimately having a fold, like folding your phone, is like one of it's a flex at itself. So I think <laughs> if Apple, if Apple were to do it, like they would, they wouldn't want their image to be like destroyed in a sense of like, hey, we put out crappy quality products. So I think they would take their time. But yeah, I could see it in the future for sure. The thing with like Apple is they've always been so far behind as far as like features go. Like Samsung and Android, you would able, you were able to put like widgets or, you know, different things on your screen for years. And then Apple just recently did it in like I was 14 or something. So they're always like not behind but like yeah they're behind (laughs) but they do it on purpose they do it on purpose for sure like they definitely have the technology to do it and i'm sure they're testing it as well but it's just even if you look at like touchscreen macs how many computers are touchscreen so many touchscreen laptops but mac Mm -hmm. just chooses not to go that route instead they put a touch bar which you can argue is good or bad but yeah. So, yeah, but they're smart. Whoever's whoever's controlling the strings over there at Apple, <laughs> respect. <laughs> yeah, but that's what's funny too, because even like battery life in Apple products is so bad. Yeah, but they do that on purpose. It, they do that on purpose. <laughs> they know they're doing it on purpose. They must. 
and like they must not even care either because they know everyone's still gonna buy all their stuff they like it really hooked. doesn't matter they got everyone hooked which is like the yeah. best business model if you yeah. can get them hooked that's why they worth the trillion <laughs> like i'm a, i'm a huge apple guy like everything i own in terms of electronics come comes from apple like but the thing is like you're saying the battery life i think and we talked about this in marketing class they have like that life longevity of like three years every company does this and i think apple has like hit it on the dot they make their products like good enough to last three years and after three years it starts going down the hill Mm-hmm. and the reason is because every three years or well now it's like every six months or something apple's releasing a new product and they want that efficiency to go down so they can promote hey this has a like the iphone 11 has this much battery life but the 12 pro max has like oh a one hour extra and then that for the consumer it's like oh one hour extra i don't have to charge my phone for like a car ride you know like <laughs> It's that that gets them hooked. And like Apple's killed it. Like, hey, man, Tim Cook, props to you, man. <laughs> they did come under fire for that exact reason. I think yeah. they had to present themselves in front of some sort of official somewhere that they came out and publicly said, yeah, we purposely slowed down the phone. But I think their excuse was because they're trying to maintain other features of the phone. So maybe mm-hmm. they slowed down the battery, but that is to like maybe keep the graphics from dying or keep the everything else. They worded it very smartly, and and the moral of the story was yes, we are slowing down the phones because then when you get your new phone, there's such a big difference, right. and it's like whoa, damn, you know <laughs> what our have said before. So yeah, I think I'm upgrading my MacBook too. So like, <laughs> they got me hooked, man. <laughs> yeah, I own I own almost everything Apple as well. Yeah. Besides the TV, besides the TV, yeah, or a car, which which I've heard they're coming out with Apple Car. Yeah, so, and speaking of cars, Elon Musk, apparently he's coming out with a robot. Guess yeah, who? yeah, I did. I saw that. I don't know what like it does, human. but it's there. Like a human robot. Let me search it up before I start making false accusation. It's called the Tesla Bot. It looks yeah. like. It's, uh, white matrix black metal concoction <laughs> and i think it's supposed to help make your life easier somehow so yeah, i just like, do like tasks and stuff yeah like a robot would um i don't yeah, see so... why but they did it man our so lives they're... are becoming sci-fi movies <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it, we talked about this in a couple of episodes ago about technology taking over the world and like mm-hmm. we're going to be turned into a movie anytime soon, man. Mm-hmm. Also, also that deadline, I don't know, Elon's, Elon's has a track record of track record of giving very harsh and <laughs> <laughs> deadlines and being like, it's coming out next summer when it takes a while like tesla roadster people have been waiting for probably five years hey elon listen to our podcast big things coming yeah (laughs) yeah big (laughs) take some notes (laughs) take some notes (laughs) 
but hey that's just like marketing strategies too right like if he doesn't release it on time people talk there's a reason why and then people will talk about it it just gets his name out even more but yeah i I read a stat somewhere they haven't even spent a dollar on marketing i haven't seen a link they don't they don't do advertisements they don't do tv advertisements they don't do that because they just don't need to they'll send a car up to space they'll break a glass windshield they'll get people talking for you they'll make a a tesla bot and we'll talk for them we we are doing the marketing for them yeah exactly they don't even have to it's just so weird absurd and crazy that just gets people talking that rings a bell in my mind have you guys ever seen a marketing ad or anything on television or even on instagram for any rolls royce or like lamborghini or anything like that high end fashion and so a reporter asked one of these companies and they were like, why don't you guys do any marketing advertising or anything like that? And the company's response was the people that we're trying to reach don't watch TV. <laughs> They're too busy making money. So we don't need to, they'll come to us. <laughs> exactly. Very smart. They know their market. They know their niche. Yeah. I think a similar, like, a similar thing was said to Louis Vuitton as well. This may be like a meme. Or a joke, but I, I think it might be real. They were like, um, we don't make bags or clothing for the rich. We make bags or clothing for people who want to look rich. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so. Yeah, man. I'm like, I was just randomly scrolling through the website, and a T-shirt that I could buy at H and M. It's worth like fifteen hundred dollars at Louis Vuitton, and it's like a simple white white tea nothing too serious mm-hmm. and i'm like what is this made out of man like it's the louis you know it's clouds <laughs> better be <laughs> you know like on that note i think this is a great way to end off the podcast um thank you so much for tuning into the 48th eight episode of tool for rise podcast um stay tuned for episode 50 it's coming up very shortly um two episodes away big 50 Um, If you haven't already, hit the follow button and we're on back on all streaming platforms where we're on UMFM radio station, 101.5 FM every Tuesdays at 1130 AM. And until next time, peace.